0: We were literally talking about what we used to do with Polly Pockets, and I'm like, girl, shut the fuck up and never tell anybody that because you know I'm about to be famous. She was like, remember when we used to be in the closet? And I was like, shut, stop. Proper. Proper.
1: He's a proper
0: munch. Girl, I got a proper zuda this weekend.
1: <laughs> Can I put you for a proper chat?
0: Proper. Hey guys, welcome back to Proper. I'm your host Alexis.
1: And your co-host Mike. Hey everybody!
0: Hi! Uh, how are you?
1: <laughs> I just had a little cry <laughs> session before this recording. Was you know gonna... like the first day of school when you cry? That's how I felt.
0: I don't want to be here! <laughs> Mike, just like, Mike just looked down and just started getting vulnerable. And I'm actually really proud of you for doing that because you never really cry in front of me.
1: I don't think I've ever cried in front of you.
0: I honestly don't think you have either. Maybe <laughs> once?
1: When I was drunk.
0: When you're drunk all the time. Maybe on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> but then you hang up easily. But you couldn't hang up today. I know you wanted to so bad. I feel it. <laughs> I was waiting
1: for you to be like, should I go? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Fine. No, Never care. I,
0: I wanted you to sit in it. I was like, he's not going to get out of this. Like, Feel those feelings and realize how stupid they are. Honestly, not that you're stupid but that those anxiety thoughts are stupid you guys please message mike right now because he thinks he's not doing good enough
2: um he doesn't
0: even he honestly doesn't (laughs) even know what he thinks i think that's the thing no
1: i i really don't it just goes (laughs) in a loop and then i'm like okay this is what i think and then i start thinking about that more and i'm like is that what i actually feel i don't know and then it's like what do i feel now nothing so what did i feel before huh i don't (laughs) remember
0: it's crazy like i see myself and just like how you i see myself in you like this is such a a pillar in the journey of like gaining a lot of self-awareness and like you know enhancing your self-development and really trying to like what's the word that i'm looking for uh grow progress i don't know yeah (laughs) be a human being who isn't stagnant
1: i just feel like i lost who i am recently like i can't find that person
0: you will the thing is my yeah what did i learn recently um in that podcast that i told you to fucking listen to if you don't really higher yeah if you don't listen to that episode today i'm really gonna be upset with you like all you have to I do is like, you just hand. have to sit down and listen okay they literally said um hold on what a thrust into the episode yeah hold on <laughs> We haven't. <even laughs> it's
1: three minutes in <laughs> not even actually
0: <laughs> But hold on, let me get this part out before we get into our proper highs and proper lows of the week. But they said, if it's part of you, like if it's you, you wouldn't lose it.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Being funny, being gorgeous, being Being talented. Being gorgeous, you wouldn't
0: lose it. Right.
1: (laughs) I was telling myself that last night, but like, I was like, but what, what makes me gorgeous? What makes me talented? And then I was like... What is it? It depends
0: on the day. It <laughs> depends on the day. Yeah.
1: I was in a spiral last night. I get it, <laughs> but that's God. the thing.
0: The spiraling will get easier and easier once you ensure that you do things for yourself. And, like, some days you're good at, like, choosing yourself and, and giving yourself extra mm. care and extra love. And some days you're a little lazy on that, meaning, like, you go back to unhealthy habits and you kind of go back to that relying on individuals and, and things like that you know what i mean but like
2: mm. that's
0: part of the journey babe every day is a different day one percent better every day but you can't lose what's already part of you i totally get yeah. the feeling of losing myself though babe
1: and that's the tone for today, seasonal depression you guys <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> growing pains
1: oh my god i forgot what the feeling was of seasonal like winter depression and then this like loop that i'm in now reminded me so much of like last january to march oh yeah. anyways going on with the lows
0: (laughs) yeah so every week we get proper low for you guys it's really just an obstacle that we or you overcame um so it doesn't have to be big or small you know it's all about the motion in the ocean that's what i'm saying so let's go with the flow and (laughs) let's get
2: proper
1: low babe so with mine proper lower actually like let's get this shit out so i can finally like get a little bit better yeah but like just like i said the seasonal depression is starting to fucking hit me um and that means that i'm getting a lot of social anxiety so like i've been staying at home a lot i've been thinking about that recently like i struggle to go outside and when i do go outside it's hard for me to socialize with somebody even though i consider myself like a social person i get my energy from meeting people and socializing but now it's just so hard Mm
0: -hmm. what would you say is hard about it
1: i have a fear of going up to somebody and i don't know i mean i guess i'm scared of their reaction or i'm scared to
0: meet new people or people you know
1: even people i know i get anxious it's more like i start thinking do people actually care I don't know. Ugh. The answer no. No one <laughs> gives a fuck. D- I'm getting fucking <laughs> emotional. With this episode. I'm about to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> you would
0: think that uh, you took my birth control or something.
1: Because uh, I hate, like, admitting that I don't, like, that I'm scared to socialize with somebody because that's, like, my, something that I personify myself with.
0: Absolutely. I, I feel that when I talk about my insecurities because I'm literally capitalizing on being confident, like, fucking thousands of people follow me because of the confidence that i give them and the confidence that i portray mm. when in reality i feel like a fucking fraud when i literally when i kms because of rejection sometimes and the insecurities yeah. that i you know
1: it it yeah. seems like i'm attaching too much to the mask that i have in front of people and not being true to who i am but i don't know what the boundary is I want to say
0: this is a great thing, though, because you're discovering it. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you take Mm. the moment to just be present in this journey, you could realize, like, yeah, it's like I'm realizing all these things that are a little bit icky that maybe I've avoided throughout without knowing Mm. because I'm a human being. And now that they're surfacing, instead of, like, making them a negative, see them at face value, which you are normally really good at, which is something i admire about you because i want to be a face value bitch.
1: But is that like like that's where i'm stuck at now like you say that that about me and i used to see myself as that but then when i think about it i'm like is that really me? And Depending i'm having on the like, a cri- like a like an identity crisis it feels like.
0: Yeah, cuz you're discovering more about yourself. You're a lot more layered than what you gave yourself. Like before you were just this guy who partied and didn't give a fuck about people and was confident and really didn't care how you how you felt, what you thought, what your interests were. Like, unless you had the same interests as me, I really don't give a fuck about you. Which, he's kind of a cunt. And now there's this... Bring grown... him back. <laughs> Bring him back now, I say. Please, but he's, he's still part of you. You just think a little bit more now which is good like you're connecting more with people. You're literally building a community.
1: I lost my AirPods this really the This weekend <laughs> and I was walking to the store today. That is a fucking low bitch. I haven't been with my thoughts this long for so much. Wait. I haven't been with my thoughts this much for so long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was I was walking to, to the store and I was like, bitch, focus on what you're feeling now like the literally your senses. And I'm focusing on, like, the the snow hitting me. And then I realize, like, (sighs) five seconds later, I'm already thinking, like, uh, so what do you you have to do today? Like, you have so many things to do. Like, get to work now. Like, walk faster to the store. And I'm like, bitch, shut up!
0: Shut up! Shut the fuck up! I know, I know, Mike. You feel like a crazy person. I feel crazy. I feel crazy. I go in the mirror, and I'll be like, girl, shut the fuck up. What do you even think about right now? What are you worried about? What are you embarrassed about? (laughs) Because, like, with me, like, I'm dating, so I'm putting myself out there. Like, that fear of, like... What if I fuck up, blah blah blah? I have to get through that every single day, through every text, every date, every encounter with all of these guys. Mm. I'm constantly feeling embarrassed about who I am, my personality, rahda rahda. And I have to constantly be like, Lex, like so the people who fuck with you are finna fuck with you. The people who like, I I literally would talk to myself and be like, what are you gonna do? Change? what is there to change (laughs) yeah what is there to change i was like you've made it this far (laughs) yeah and
1: i also and like i have a support system around me like you care about me like i have other people that care about me and like make it known that they do but i can't see it
0: (laughs) you just don't want to see it right now that's okay you'll eventually i know
1: and how how do i see it why am i blind Blinded by the you
0: love. you kind of choosing <laughs> to be blind. Just remember, everything's a choice. So you could choose the other route. You could choose to start seeing the positivity in things. You're choosing to yeah. see the negative, th- negative in things because of what you're conditioned to see. Like, I think this definitely applies to being brought up by minority and immigrant parents. Like, they are fucking Fuck the negative.
1: immigrants.
0: Fuck the fucking immigrants, bro. I'm proud to be an American. American. But at least I I know know I'm free. free. Mm. Yeah. Classic. Y'all really, y'all are, the people that were born here and that had family that were born here, y'all are fucking privileged. But in reality, it's like, it's your, your conditioning is to be negative. So you have the choice to condition yourself to think more positive. To love yourself more. To yeah. not be so hard on yourself.
1: I just wish it was a faster progress, to be honest. I know.
0: I know. Girl, literally, this is what I would say to, in therapy. I think therapy is really what's going to be the pivotal point for you here. Because if I didn't have Melinda... Because I felt embarrassed talking about this stuff. Like, why can't I yeah. just accept who I am? Or why, why is it so hard? Like, why can't I just be a better human like why am i so hard on people like why why am i Mm. like that like people you know
1: my issue right now is also like asking for help like i yeah girl i don't want to look weak i guess yeah but i but the thing is like i tell people about my issues but it's hard to get help i don't know i don't know how to like explain it actually like i like i'll trauma dump but Mm -hmm. right after that like it's like okay i'm okay like that's what I tell people. Like that's the mask I wear. Like I have these right. issues, but I'm okay. Like I don't hundred
0: percent, Mike. I don't. I don't understand how you don't understand that I agree. Like I relate to this so much. <laughs> when do I ever ask for help?
1: Never. But now, okay. now that I'm thinking about it, now that I said it, now comes the part where I'm telling myself in my head: Is that even true? Like I f- did it immediately. But it doesn't have like, to be that... true or
0: false. It's not black and white. Black and white. Black and white just start being like it's not yeah. that black and white sometimes it's true sometimes maybe it's not who's gonna identify you ain't god i'm not god the audience isn't god nobody could really identify because it's all perspective and that's what makes everything gray yeah there's no answer to it
1: it's like i get the fear that once i say this thing about me then people it's have that. yeah mm-hmm. that's that's what scares me But you can't
0: control people's opinions about you because you could trauma dump on somebody and they don't even feel like you're trauma dumping or you could not be trauma dumping on somebody and people could take that a certain way and then start projecting. We can't control Mm. other people. Everything's just an experience. So it's like everything stems from the love you have with yourself. If you continue building that love that you have for yourself, you Mm. wouldn't really have to worry about if you're going to fuck something up by saying something or somebody's not going to like you by saying something because if they don't like you, that's fine. That's that's the universe clearing that. You don't have that control. Easier said than done. I need this reminder on a daily basis. But this is something (sighs) I've been practicing for three years. Asking for Mm. help is one. Like, Mm -hmm. you know me, asking men for things. I've been working on this shit, Mike. It's not natural. For some bitches, it is.
1: (sighs) It's it's like asking for help also is like a comfort for me, I guess, because I... I'm used to people doing things for me. And so okay. I don't want to ask somebody for help, have them do it for me, and then I do no progress myself.
0: But that's, that's again, a black and white thinking because we could talk about yeah. a grand scheme of things. Yeah. Because, like, you wanting somebody to, fix... to just listen to you is okay.
1: Here I go again. I was like, oh, I need to fix this.
0: <laughs> I'm the same way. Literally, it's so funny. I need you to just go to the I'm going to ask Melinda if I can get to you. <laughs> Just one session. I'm not. I literally am gonna ask her because <laughs> I, I need. I
1: need something. I you am don't going need crazy. anything.
0: You're fine. You're not. You're fine. You're not going crazy. You are so smart. Everything I hope y'all is can fine. relate to
1: this. I hope y'all they listening can relate can. to
0: this. Shit, they definitely can. <laughs> they probably are like feeling sad because they know when they've felt like this and they're seeing how. <clears throat> shitty it could feel like we all know it like the bitches that don't are squirrel-minded
1: well this actually had a question um in line with it (laughs) that i wanted to relate with the audience but it was uh so how's seasonal depression hitting
0: (laughs) y'all let's hear it in the comments (laughs) let
1: us know please how are you
0: How are you dealing with seasonal Uh, depression? What are some tips and tricks for the girls?
1: I hope nobody could have heard my voice shaking in the beginning of that. But um,
0: what's the That was me crying the the other day, and you were like, "Oh, I couldn't hear it." I was like, "Are you sure, girl?" Because I could hear it. I was, I was cracking up.
1: I definitely can't edit this episode high because when I get high and edit, sometimes I cringe at myself. (laughs) But how do how are you holding up, Miss Girl? Has the seasonal depression hit you yet or no?
0: Um, I feel like it's trying to, but I'm (laughs) I'm,
1: inching its way in.
0: (laughs) It's inching its way in. I'm trying, I'm trying so hard and I'm, I don't know. Every day is a different day. I'm getting it right now. It's getting easier for me to be more logical. Like how I've been Mm. giving you that advice of like logical in the sense of being present. Like, yeah, all of these negative shitty things are happening but i'm going through it and like that's it and so Mm. with that i'm trying to do things like not go on my phone when i wake up do i do that every day no i literally scrolled this morning as soon as i woke up um Mm. trying to read rather trying to listen to more Because I'm still like avoidant of looking at my bank account and I'm avoidant of this and I need a job and I need if I if I start thinking about everything I need to do I start getting overwhelmed and then that's when I start feeling really negative about myself and then I start name calling to myself when in reality we're on a floating rock and I'm trying my best and that's really all that counts
1: everything everywhere all at once and nowhere. like mm, talking Mm. rocks.
0: Right. We are ta- Like, we're all just mad. It's like, at the end of the day, in reality, if I were to just look at myself from a different, outside. from, like, an outside perspective, mm. I'm doing everything that I've always wanted to do. Like, without worrying about how I'm paying my rent, not paying my rent, how I'm worried about how I'm making money. All of that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because what I've learned recently with the fucking podcast episode I sent you is that... <laughs> abundance and money are not the same thing and so abundance comes within you money doesn't have the value we are we put the value We put the value right mm. so it's like we're working hard to make money Uh, money's gonna we're gonna lose money we're gonna do this you can't lose the skill you have to make money
1: well because abundance is a feeling versus money is physical
0: Right and and money only holds value based on the value you give it.
1: Exactly, cuz it's a feeling of right. abundance that you put on it.
0: Right. And so remembering that <laughs> you are abundant with or without money because mm. you still have the skill to make money. You still have everything you need to make money. So you're not mm. losing you. So you can't lose money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no. Those make sense. Yeah, no, cuz
1: as soon as you started losing me you were like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, mm.
2: I'm losing
0: myself.
1: Too too many terms in one, girl.
0: (laughs) Too many hits in one, girl. Let me get my proper low out.
1: Go ahead, Miss Girl. What happened with you?
0: Girl, I got unmatched by a man. By who? That I met. Like, okay, let me tell y'all the story. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Bring it back to zero.
0: Baddies get unmatched. FYI. Bitches with dump trucks like mine get unmatched. Like, y'all be thinking, like, oh, my God, Lex got a good b- Oh, my God, she's so beautiful. She has the best body. She got this, this, and that. Bro.
1: And what happened? Unmatched. So. Anyway. Who? Who? <laughs> what? Are you a fucking who? owl?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I look like one in that moment, too. Um. Okay. So, when I first... This is a dude that when I first... M- okay, hold on. Let me get... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: this is a dude... And what you know, from a long time?
0: Yes. Okay. (laughs) Me and this fellow. Okay, so, yes, me and this fellow, we matched when I first moved here. Like, when I was first starting a date. Because y'all know I took a gap in between. When did you move? So, about two years ago. Gotcha. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, about two years ago. (laughs) Gotcha. About two years ago, um, we matched. We never met, but we would, like, text, FaceTime, and then we were both in like trifling head spaces. So I think we was both trifling to each other type shit. Like mm. we was both just like, you know, say. Um, he probably, yeah. Like he probably said something slick. And then I dropped his ass like a baby. Cause that's what,
1: Oh, so he was coming. Easy. He came back after two years and he was like, let me give this bitch the karma she deserves.
0: <laughs> Boom. Essentially. <laughs> essentially. No, I didn't like block him or anything, but I, I honestly couldn't remember. And it's, okay so fast forward to now ish yeah i had thought about him because i'm back on hinge and i was like who did i used to talk to on H-? like just thinking about who? my old victims or whatever who Who? <laughs> the owl was in the chat yeah. and um and then i thought about jit but i couldn't remember his name or nothing and i was like did we follow each other on Instagram?" i could not remember i couldn't remember why we stopped talking none of mm. that two days later He's on my matches on Hinge, like he matched with me. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. You're
1: kind of powerful mentally recently.
0: Recently, right? Yeah. But it's always shit, man.
1: Well, it's all about perspective.
0: Well, I'm not (laughs) asking. And so obviously, I I see his name now. So I'm like, let me see if I still have Jit's number. And I did. So I texted him testing. And he was like, Houston, we have a signal. And I was like, "Mm." right away? Right away, girl. That's my man.
1: That sounds like a mission.
0: Right. Well, he matched me. So I was like, oh, he already knows. <laughs> like, you know. And he was like, oh, my God, this is such a pleasant surprise. Like, I instantly, when I matched with you, like, I instantly thought about our old FaceTime calls. Righty, rata And I was like, oh, what are you doing right now? Doing a FaceTime. He was like, actually, what are you doing right now? Like, would you want to go smoke? Mm-hmm. And like, I could pick you up and we could go smoke. It was like a Friday night.
1: I love a, um, a man that makes plans instantly. <clears throat> like, you don't got to think about it
0: right normally i'm not with that whole like coming and pick me up because again we haven't met yet mm-hmm. although we feel like we know each other to a sense mm-hmm. we still have never met but i was with it i was like let's fucking go and um because he's he's cute i wouldn't say fine i mean if he was my man and if he didn't fucking treat me like dirt then he would be fine to me but now if you
1: know his personality maybe he would be fine if he had a nice personality that matches yours he would be fine
0: yeah, I yeah. thought we were compatible. Anyway, so <laughs>
1: that's the low. He thought. Pick-
0: no, yeah, <laughs> he picks me up and he picks me up in his Tesla. Oh. And right. Mm. <laughs> autopilot
1: one. Let's smoke.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Let me ride your dick right now with the this autopilot. autopilot,
1: with yeah. Ms. Le- Ms. with Miss Tesla watching.
0: Yes, with, uh, b- record it. She could do a lot. Have the fireplace going. The music going. She
1: can do. Damn,
0: she could do a lot. That's what I'm saying. Keep going. Hold he on. really missing out. He really missing out because me and me and Miss Tesly could really rock his world. Anyway, bunch a new Air Forces. So... <laughs> <is? laughs> Why are you bring an auto up?
1: You know I bring it full circle.
0: For real. So he picks me up. We go to a park nearby, and we're like. Smoking, chatting, he rolls like two up. Mm. We're having such a good conversation. He's a Scorpio, I'm a Virgo. If y'all know anything about that, super compatible. Like We're mm. just like, we're the only ones who get each other.
1: We got a, a triple A meeting?
0: A triple A. a it's tri- okay. <laughs> triple A right now. The, compa- the compatibility of a Scorpio man and a Virgo woman
1: mm, 84%. Is, qu- is quite strong
0: mm. sexually and intellectually. But you but might get
1: unmatched. Wise. Oh, is that mm-hmm. what it actually says?
0: I would say just from what I know <laughs> of astrology, yes. I thought you were bullshit. Um, just be- no, because Scorpios, like, they have a lot of emotions as a, as a Virgo does. But Scorpios don't like to talk about it and Virgos do. And that could be a little...
1: Challenging to work with.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. So we're having a great time. He's, like, holding my hand. We're talking. We're flirting. We're talking about exes. Mm. Um, I don't have any exes, so it's mainly him talking about his ex-teens or whatever. And I don't know if it's me. I want to know y'all's opinion. I know your opinion, but tell the people too. Whenever a dude asks me like, oh, when was your last relationship? My honesty is I haven't been in one. And so I feel like that throws men off. And this could be mm. me just trying to find a reason as to why he unmatched me. But I kind of feel like, it was that, like maybe he thought I was a hoe and then knew that I was I don't know. Well
1: it could be that, like, cause when you say you've never been in a relationship, a lot of people just go straight to like, so that means that she's just fucking from day one. Like, doesn't care about anybody, just wants to fuck. Or it could be I mean,
0: bitches in relationships are like that.
1: But it could like, be that he thinks that you're just a walking red flag after like yeah. a week. So maybe there's That's something true. that he missed. Um, but let him know what, what else you said. That could also add to <laughs> to, to the red flag he might have saw in you. <laughs> because i think maybe maybe the no relationship you said first and then you said the next part and he was like oh i got you i got you
0: we we had just released the meme of you're so interesting and she's like i'm on the spectrum so i put that as my identity and he was talking about something him and i and i was like yeah i think i'm kind of on the spectrum like he
1: was like oh this bitch crazy (laughs)
0: <laughs> but he was saying, "Kusha, like, oh, I think I could get you out of like a mood, like, while wow, wow, you're wow. out we the spectrum, <laughs> and take me out the spectrum." We had like deep conversations, and then he took me home. He, oh, and then he was like, "He took me." <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: I just I keep imagining you saying, "Yeah, I'm on the spectrum." He's the whole time thinking, "Damn, this bitch is like, <laughs> she looking." <laughs>
0: i don't know what happened (laughs) so when he takes me home he gets out like we're hugging he's so he's insanely tall he's six seven my god girl
1: you dick sucking (laughs) height
0: no literally dick sucking height like when he hugs me it was like i I, when i was looking up it was a my neck hurts when i do that it was a complete 180 like i i would see his face in the sky like jesus type shit (laughs) Yeah, um so we hugged or whatever, and then I left, mm. and he texted me like, "Oh, I wanted more like hugs type shit," mm. and I was like, "I got."
2: It. Don't play and with me. Mind
0: <laughs> you, during the car ride, I was like, "I did say like I choose celibacy over casual like sex and casual dating." So again, that could have thrown him off. but you made know.
1: it clear, I guess.
0: So I made it clear, yeah. So when he said that, maybe he thinks you're about, a virgin. Like, oh, no he doesn't
1: well <laughs> i don't know it's got to be the spectrum thing
0: oh my god if he thinks i'm a virgin that's fucking stupid he's an idiot
1: because it could be that i mean you said you choose celibacy and you've never been in a relationship <sighs> like that would be a red flag for me virgin honestly oh <laughs> but you can't text god. him now and be like just so you know i'm not a virgin <laughs> <Like> no <laughs> Imagine Ugh. fish <laughs> block.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know, but like, ask me then, pussy. Anyways,
1: that's like a. I mean, how how would you react if he was like, "So are you a virgin?" <laughs> like, that's not
0: gonna be a. I would have been like, no. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucked.
1: <laughs> that's such a sexual question, especially on like the first date.
0: I think if the if you're if 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 the topic is what we're talking about, like. If he's trying to put one and one together and he'd be like, wait, so are you a virgin? I'd be like, no. <laughs> I feel like that's a simple question to ask. Regardless, he texted me that night right after like I was in my building. He was like, oh, I wanted more hugs. And I was like, me too, but like I have to be up early. Because it's like 1130 at this time.
2: Mm.
0: Or even later. Maybe I think it's already midnight. No, it's definitely like already midnight or like 1230. And so, obviously, like, you're trying to fuck. Like, you're not about to fuck right now. Like, yep. what? Um. So, I was like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. And in the car, he talked about wanting to see me on Sunday. Because mm. it was a Friday night. He talked about wanting to see me on Sunday. On New
1: Year's. Yes. Mm. New
0: Year's Eve. So, the next day, he texted me in the morning. Like, good morning. Have fun at Pilates. Rada, rada. I was like, yeah, um, it's post-Pilates. Like, how's your day? And he was like, oh, I should be eating you post pilates so he's still obviously interested after all of that conversation righty rata like he's texting me yeah blah blah blah. literally the next day i text him he don't text me back and then i go on hinge hinge, Mm. and i see that he unmatched me
1: that's weird it's
0: crazy it's weird
1: it sounds like he like overthought about something yeah but we just can't pinpoint it like we said in the beginning of this episode we gotta yeah. just let go and let the flow go
0: that's what i keep telling myself because like obviously that rejection is like well what did i do mm. mind you i also did do some dumb shit and i texted him again and i was like
1: <laughs> what did you say
2: girl please
0: i kept telling that. <laughs> I kept telling myself, D- you don't need an answer, Lex. Like, an answer's not gonna make a difference for you. And then I was like, I want an answer. I want to know. Tell
2: So I texted him. I was like,
0: unmatching me was humbling. But what changed from wanting to eat my ass post-Pilates to today? He didn't text me that. No, I didn't get one response. That's why I'm like, what the fuck? <sighs>
1: This is a lesson. Never put yourself out there.
0: No, literally, I'm still, like, I can't even overthink it. And this is a prime example, Mike, of what your headspace could get you and what my headspace could get you. Because, like, I could easily go to that. And, you know, you've seen me go to that headspace mm-hmm. of, like, I'm the problem. I need I need to just stop dating. Like, obviously, I'm not ready to date. Like, obviously, rada rada. But in reality, it's, like, that got nothing to do with me. Like, mm-hmm. that's between him and him. And him. Like. That shit sucks. Because I'm like, was it the way I look? But, like, he texted me that night. He texted me the next day. Was it something that I said? He texted me that night. He texted me the next day. Like,
1: Damn. Well, actually, you, you kind of brought up a question in my head. Like, how do you know when... Because there's issues in life that you, you have to fix yourself. Like, personal issues about yourself. And then there's times when somebody crosses your boundary. And then that's when you voice your opinion how do you know the difference between the two?
0: Give me a little bit more
1: context. So let's say I'm with a friend and mm-hmm. they say something that hurts my feelings and I can't tell if my feelings are hurt because I'm being insecure and and it usually wouldn't hurt my feelings or if that person crossed a personal boundary and I should speak up about it. Like I should actually be mad.
0: So with that, I would dissect it as Feelings being hurt is you taking something personal at the end of the day. So, mm. whether it's something shitty that they said or not, it's you taking it personal, and that's between you and you. Mm. Now, where the boundary w- would come into play is is it valuable for me to keep this person around? Like, let's say this person always makes you feel low, whether it be about yourself, about the choices you make, about your career. If that's a pattern, then read that for what it is. Mm. Now, if it's just somebody you love and you all have a great time together and, and one day, you know, one situation, you feel like you got your feelings hurt, that's yeah. between you and you. Okay. And that's something that I've realized because I used to be the type to have to share every feeling. And that's something that I've worked on within myself. mm because not everybody needs to know every feeling like it doesn't it's not that serious like obviously I make it that serious and there's times where I'm easier at doing that and, and worse at doing that but like I can't control people people can't control me my feelings are my feelings at the end of the day they're my feelings whether I interpreted what they said differently or not
1: okay that's a good note because I can't tell now because I get mad a lot easily so I'm trying not to voice my feelings too much yeah But it's that gray, black and gray thing, black and white thinking.
0: Now I'm just better at just like, yeah, I just keep it to myself. And I take the time to either journal through it or whatever, because I know my sensitivities. And like, I know that people could affect me. And I know that they don't care that much. Not that they don't care about me, Mm. but nobody's going to care about me the way I'm going to care about me. So it's like, I have to get through it. (sighs)
1: <sighs> good life lesson i, I gotta internalize some of this shit high. no honestly please
0: Let's like finally like fucking 40 minutes in um proper high
1: my high let's go i mm-hmm. finally went out um so Yay. i had when was it sunday i um i bought tickets for like this new year's party at a club and then sunday came around the whole day bitch I was like, do I go out? Do I stay home? Do I go out? Do I stay home? And I kept thinking, like, I want to stay home, but I don't know if my personal progress is staying home. Because I know that my social skills are going down, they're degrading, and I need to, I need to socialize because that's how I get my energy. In the end, I was like, I'm tired of overthinking everything. I smoked a little bit, and I was like, I'm going to give myself an hour and a half, because I have that much time, to smoke, be like... In that has space of high, let myself relax a little bit, watch a movie, and then I'm going to hype myself up. So the movie finished. And then I was like, let me put on a dancing bopping playlist. Dance yes, my fucking bitch. I put the, um, what are those called? The strap on weights. Like it's like uh, two pounds on my arms. And I started dancing in the dark a little bit high and I was like, Okay, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling Baby, right.
0: You're dancing yeah. in the dark, Cause when he's like a she falls Go apart. ahead, Gaga. Bro, that's my favorite fucking song.
1: That's my shit right
0: what? there. What? That's my <laughs> shit right there. Um,
1: um But um I ended up going to the party. I got to the party and then the social anxiety hit me. Cause mm. there was barely anybody I knew there, and I was like, what do i do now so i just started dancing to the dj and i was like what do i do i started what did I do? and dancing gives me a lot of confidence so i started dancing what is you talking about that's what
0: it was <laughs> what is you talking about what did i do no she didn't say that what did i do what did i do
1: <laughs> and and then by the time like i had my first beer my friends got there and i was starting to get a little bit tipsy and i was like let's go crazy not crazy crazy but you know right. we started talking we started vibing and then i was like you know what i should go to the club Because I was like, I shouldn't go to the club because I don't want to be around drugs. I don't want to be in that environment. But I was like, you know what? I'm with my friends. It's going to be fun. And I'm so glad I went, bitch. I had such a good time. It felt so much like... That's
0: so good.
1: Like reliving old times, I guess. Because I've been two months, I want to say. Like, I've been at home for the most part.
0: I kind of hate the reliving old times concept. You're still not living in the present by giving that an identifier. You're building new experiences yeah but it's old times in
1: the way of i'm having fun with people out instead of being at home by myself
0: but why can't that just be a present like why does it have to be old times why does it have to be a previous version of you it's still you even when you have trouble going out
1: i mean are the words that important
0: yeah no the words Mm. are the most important once you start changing the words everything else would fall into place That's why reading and all of that comes into play to help you change that vocabulary. Mm.
1: Well, how would you say it now then? Like, I feel like I'm becoming social again. Or would you not say again?
0: I would, (laughs) if we're getting really particular. Yeah, we should. (laughs) I would say like, it it was really good to connect with people and to bring out my social side
1: thank you it was really fun to connect with people (laughs) and really bring out my social side which i love bringing that part out of in me because i feel like i'm transforming into a new person in which i'm more social and which i have not been why
0: are you now you're going (laughs) to the future
1: (laughs) oh girl back to the future
0: (laughs) you are so crazy no you're not you're amazing i'm crazy (laughs) Alexis oh, is oh
1: learning. Alexis is learning. Learning now that little small comments I remember for years and one.
0: So I'm like, I'm like, wait, let me fucking catch myself.
2: It's all about Which the word is choice.
0: It is. I've realized that for real with dating too. Like, cause I take note of what everybody says, but then I'm like, I wonder if people take note of what I say, and the answer is yes. Oh yes. And so I mean yes.
1: Well yes. I've
0: really learned that. Well yes i want a steak dinner where are the girls with boyfriends who take them to steak dinner bro alex cassini is so funny also the way you said dinner yesterday or last week on the pod you said it like that dinner dinner and that shit dinner dinner <laughs> and that's how alex said it in that fucking TikTok. talk what did you say put a reckon dinner Putter. oh dinner you
1: sound like that girl that's like no babe i'm a boy
0: well alex kind of sounds like her sometimes maybe it's a trans thing
1: maybe it's a florida thing where's alex consani from
0: alex uh, <laughs> come on the pod already <laughs>
1: she's coming i'm in contact i know
0: you listening <laughs> girl Are you you be listening girly um, um
1: but yeah so uh, your habits that
0: you went out you socialized good
1: yeah i i'm uh starting to get back into it today i'm seeing a friend like one-on-one because i just need to get out more i need to just not be by myself a little bit i don't want to be socially anxious anymore it's not who i am it's not who i want to be it's not who i who i am in this moment
0: none of this stuff defines you
1: but i i like social but i I like socializing and i'm not letting myself have that but you're
0: like so for example like you're like i'm gonna get back into it again when you say stuff like that, you make it seem like you have had a full year of just not socializing like and that's what I'm saying like you're making it your identity that if you go a week or a month of not socializing as much, you make it your identity of like oh I'm I'm the type to not socialize. So then you try to make it your identity to get back to one who your opinion of what you define as somebody who socializes a lot Mm. and then you overdo it and then you make that your identity and then you're like wait i need some space so that i could focus on my goals and then you go back and then you make that because it's that whole black and white thinking like you can be both you can be somebody who socializes who also takes time for themselves like, getting back into it again, that verbiage makes it seem like, A, you didn't just go out for New Year's. B, you didn't just go out two weeks ago for that. C, you don't hang out with your fucking roommate all the time and y'all go out and do shit. Like, how you went w- out with that guy, the dancer, two weeks ago. Like, two weeks ago, Mike. Like, you acting like <laughs> it's your identity to be somebody who stays in all the time.
1: Oh, uh, I-
0: <laughs> like, like you're my, it's literally my, defining it's my perspective you're defining it's, literally, yourself. it's
1: literally my perspective is like
0: you're mad closed-minded on yourself yeah
1: exactly that's what i wanted to say
0: if you put all of these identities onto me like if you came to me and you were like you're such an introvert, like, because you know that I gained my energy solo and that sometimes I need a little bit of a reset if my social battery is ran out. And sometimes my social battery is ran out. Mm. If you was coming to me being like, oh, you're not social because you need this, like, I would be pressed because I am a social person. I socialize very well, but I also need time to myself to recoup. Mm -hmm. so I identify as both ain't nobody finna tell me I'm an introvert and I'm an extrovert or that I'm a social butterfly or that I have a a social anxiety like I'm all of it so think of it that way you can be all of these things at once you can feel multiple things at once
1: it's crazy that when we're talking about this like my brain like when you tell me these things my brain goes to like okay so how do I fix this (laughs) and I'm like okay I have black and white thinking how do I fix it (laughs) that's what I'm thinking of (laughs) like as you're talking I'm like How do I fix this? How do I fix this? How do I fix this?
0: That's ADHD. I'm going crazy. (laughs) You're hyper-focused. You're just hyper-focused.
1: I have so much focus and then the focus just keeps shifting, keeps shifting, keeps shifting. Because
0: it's just on the wrong things rather than because of that avoidant, because of how anxious you are. like All of this stuff, even your excitement, every feeling you have leads to anxiety rather than being present in what it is.
1: I hope this episode isn't <laughs> just about my anxiety. No, I think
0: people are really going to like it. Okay. I think people are going to like it. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I think so. I think it's really insightful.
1: It feels weird talking about it.
0: I know. Cause, but look at you. Uh, you're getting vulnerable. Uh, like, that's awesome, i right? uh, I be sharing my thoughts on here, and I regret it every single time. <laughs> every single time. Do I not? Yeah. <laughs> do, do I not? Yeah.
1: I mean, you regretted it for the last episode also. <laughs>
0: I regret it every single episode. We're 47, 48 episodes in. Mike, every single time, I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Fuck. Yeah. Like, I literally, even when I don't tell you that I regret it, I regretted it. I just was like, let me not tell her. Like
1: <laughs> well, let's get to your high girl. Um. Yeah.
0: My high's pretty insignificant. my not Oh. Um, y'all know Tristan built my bed last week or whatever. So I was able to organize and it just feels mm. so good to be organized. Like, I had clothes everywhere. Like I didn't have a functioning closet at all. Mm. And now, like, I hate that. Like, psh, girl, shit was piled up. Could barely close the door. Like, oh, everywhere on Mike, the ground. And you know me, Mike.
1: <laughs> Don't talk to me. zones <laughs> do
0: Like you know me. Like
1: trashy. That's like white trash. They be throwing their shit all on the closet. You- Mike, Trailer Park Trash, and
0: there were definitely moments where it was outside of the closet, just like. And I don't have a walk-in closet, like yeah. so it's it's a there's barely space for it to be on that floor anyway. Mm. But now Mike. you have the the drawers. So now I'm supposed to organize a no clothes on the floor. Um, <laughs> so that feels really motherfucking good, and it made me realize like, with like being a New Yorker and like space and all of that, like I. I'm just like we're always learning, you know, and like I've had to learn my anxieties with cleanliness and tidiness and like the ties. I have that and how I've made it my identity. Mm -hmm. This is a prime example. I've made it my identity to be clean, to be tidy and clean and perfect Mm -hmm. and for my environment to seem that way. And I've definitely let myself try to change that perspective the last few months. Mm -hmm. So I've like let that happen and like let like things pile up and stuff and now i feel like i've detached from it being my identity and just knowing that like i function better with tidiness if there's a day or a week where things aren't as tidy as i prefer Mm -hmm. that's okay like i'm not like a lazy cunt as i would call myself before and yeah so it feels really good to be organized and it just made me notice like i do function better when i'm organized but that doesn't necessarily mean it's my identity and that I have to be perfect all the time. It just means that I prefer to be.
1: I need to get that mindset. Okay if I'm not. Mine is like, once you I will. once I drop you off will. from a routine, I'm like, you dumb, lazy fuck. Like, what are you doing? Too. Like And then that stresses me and then I just don't do it.
0: Yes, me too. But it, I, like I said, I'm trying really fucking hard. Like, I'm really <laughs> trying to read. I got the notes on my fucking mirror <laughs> telling me. I literally have a note that says... You have nothing to worry about.
1: That was me the other day. I was in bed. I was like, bitch, you're safe. You're not at war. But
0: Yeah, I'm like, what are you worried about right now? It's like in I got reality. 10 bazookas facing me. Girl. <laughs> Dead ass. And I'm like, you are literally living a lot better than a lot of people that you know. Girl.
1: A lot of people in the world. We're living way better. In the than... world,
0: along with people that you know.
1: Yeah. 100%, girl. So, 100%. <sighs>
0: so that's that I also made a new friend Mm. which was a nice little proper high cause I'm always like I'm just always gonna use an opportunity to make a friend she's a Pilates instructor Mm. Um, I've been going to like the first day that I went to her class we connected and we followed each other on Instagram and we're always like oh let's do something after class one day blah 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 I'd take her Saturday class Mm -hmm. I was like what are you doing right now like let's do something and she was like oh my god yes (laughs) so we went and had a coffee, coffee and we was just like Coffee. Ice mm. caramel. Do a grilly <laughs> Ice caramel latte. A lot of girls like pumpkin. I don't really like pumpkin spice. Ice caramel latte. That's my shit right there.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Mm. So, what happened? That's so, y'all, right y'all went to the cafe.
0: We went to the cafe. We was talking. And it was really good to, like, connect with her and just, like, make a new friend. Because mm. I, haven't, I haven't, like, made a new friend in a while. Because um, I've been on my social, like, not kind of anti-social shit. I don't know. Mm. Um, depends on the mood. I, again, I'm not, I'm not making it my identity. And I'm saying that for myself, not for you to think that like I'm coming for you. No, tell me. Because I could easily make this my identity.
1: I take what you say and I internalize it and try to put it in with myself. So that helps me okay. actually.
0: Okay, good. So we had a really good conversation. And one of the things we talked about is something that I want to talk about next week with y'all. And it's ADHD and dating. Like, she Mm. recently got diagnosed with ADHD. And um, she's realizing, like, the attachment styles with dating and, like, with everything, even with relationships in general. Like, I just identified a lot. I don't want to say too much because there's a lot to say Mm -hmm. that I want to leave for next week. But everything, like, the pressure you could put on somebody, um, getting the ick from somebody, all of that could probably stem from... You probably having ADHD.
1: I think that's super, like, um, such a now topic because everybody has ADHD at this point with the social media, the right. overstimulation from everything, girl.
0: Absolutely. So um, that was good. It was cute.
1: Mm. I need to meet a new friend as well. Like, I need some new vibes in my life.
0: That's what I'm saying. You need to go. That's what I'm saying. I want to.
1: I, wanna... you need new hobbies, I was babe. thinking about a hobby, but um, okay. I was thinking about taking an art class or something. Maybe like a live naked drawing class <laughs> kill two birds with one stone naked. get a man and a, a drawing
0: naked mm-hmm. yeah i don't know what stockholm offers here it's like it's so easy you could literally go take a pottery class you could take a dj class you, you would do anything here yeah. just make a friend anywhere here's just expensive
1: yeah. to like do stuff like that because that's considered like rich people activities having a hobby that's for rich people
0: yeah no, having a hobby is definitely rich people but th- but, like, Pilates, yoga, like... For rich people. That's not too, that's not <laughs> too much rich people, Mike. Come on, man. Nah.
1: They have, like, a lot in the summer, but it's, like, outside yoga and stuff like that. But now you can't do shit. But, yeah.
0: Right. Right, 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 right. So, next we have uh, proper recommendations of the week. And mm. this week, we both watched each other's proper recs from last week.
1: First time ever.
0: First time ever, because we never do that, which uh, are May, December, and Saltburn. but we decided to make that into a bonus episode, because we are just giving y'all so much, and we Uh, are deciding to spread it out. Yeah, so we're spreading things out, giving y'all multiple things in a week, hearing Mm -hmm. from us multiple times, so tune in tomorrow for a deep dive on both of those. It's actually really fucking funny, so don't miss out exactly uh but besides those recommendations another rec that i have which mm. i've been filled with recs because the other rec is the um smiling higher episode
1: what is it what, what's the next one
0: <laughs> the next one <gasps> the next one is t- have, have y'all heard of tsl collection you guys what you guys
1: tell us what is it
0: i'm so excited to tell you guys about it it's oh my god <laughs>
1: Girl, you gotta say what it is, cause honestly, people are pr- probably confused. Cause at at one point I was talking about TSL fixing itchy coochie.
0: Yeah, so. no, I mean we always talking about it in a different context. But godless. it's it's inclusive activewear and loungewear. Um, they literally go from sizes I think double extra small to a four X on Ooh. everything, top bottom. They also go unisex, and it's like I said, yoga wear, so yoga pants, seamless pussy yoga pants. And that's the selling it's point bras uh they got sweats they have sweat shorts mm. they have hoodies everything you need and you could use code proper at checkout for how much percent off?
1: 10 percent. yes ma'am. but don't forget that code proper also stacks on their other sales that are going on yeah tsl has sales i want to say quite regularly as well
0: honestly but regardless even if they're not having a sale You are supporting the economy, you're supporting small, you're supporting local, and you're supporting a female-founded and operated business. It's literally just a few women, and they're out of Colorado, and they're amazing, and the quality's amazing, Mm -hmm. and it's more affordable than Lululemon or motherfucking Aritzia. Like, you out here shopping at Aritzia, when that's made by who knows who.
1: By how many kids? Yeah. How many kids died for them sweatpants? Exactly,
0: when you could be supporting local local economy, mm-hmm. Ed, the economy
1: ethic, ethically uh creative
0: yes ma- mm. there's a word for it yeah no there's a better word for it though that was a little anyways no. so yeah. yeah so that's what i've been really excited to share with y'all this week
1: mm. so get you one i know i did <laughs> i
0: know i did uh, but speaking of getting excited, I'm excited for this story time you got for me. Well, it's not really a story. Well, it is a story.
1: It's more of like, it, yeah, it's a story. It's about my growing up, a little bit about me being
0: gay. I'm I coming guess. out. Come in. The world to Got a I'm
1: coming.
0: I'm coming. Mike's coming out story is what we're getting into right now. <laughs>
1: And the name of this story is Coming Out. <laughs>
0: I, I was like, oh, my God, he named it. Yay.
1: No, I should have. I didn't think about it. It is. It's the coming out. Coming, out. coming is what it's With called. With a U. With a U. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Same mind. One brain
1: fail. So a little bit about me um, for the new listeners. I was born in Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to the States when I was five because I want I want to answer the question of did you always know you were gay Mm -hmm. and I want to say yes and no like when you think back to it you always know that something was there okay but when I think back to my memories like as a kid I was always like the popular one and I remember competing with the other popular kids like who gets the most girl attention which one is like your girlfriend in quotes Mm -hmm. because you always pick like the popular girl Mm -hmm. and I remember Doing that a lot. I don't remember really having crushes on guys,
0: but you wanted girls' attention.
1: Yeah, but that was like Friends. socially acceptable yeah, back then. So you, I guess you I understood that
0: the kids, girl.
1: Yeah, you know what the key is. <laughs> but I mean, I remember one boy. I still remember his face, even, and I remember liking him a lot. But I don't know if it was. I mean, I was a kid, so I'm not gonna say it was sexual.
0: When was the first time that you felt like you liked some, like you were attracted to a man, sexually? How old are you?
1: Realistically, I want to say like five, six. Okay. Damn. Because that was when I first moved to America. I don't know if this is actually saying too much, but. Why? Because um, it involves like sexual experiences with kids. We'll see. Um, Like the first time I did anything like, I guess, sexual is like when I first moved to America, I met these kids mm-hmm. like in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And one boy was like, oh, let's play this game called S.E.X., that i learned at school oh
0: my god this is and five like and the, six
1: Yeah, something like that it was kindergarten girl, kids
0: are crazy no but i i believe it me and Ooh. sorry <laughs> we were literally talking about what we used to do with poly pockets and i'm like girl shut the fuck up and never tell anybody that because you know i'm about to be famous she was like remember when, when we used to be in the closet and i was like shut stop
1: so <laughs> my story is literally in the closet it was in the closet <laughs> So, so actually telling.
0: So telling. The story time is actually in the closet.
1: But um, I I would say like the time that I started noticing in myself, like presently that I was different mm-hmm. would be like middle school. Why are you saying And that's different?
0: when... Just say gay.
1: Well, it's different than everybody else. No,
0: it's not.
1: Well, I didn't know it was gay. Yeah. So I felt different.
0: Okay, 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 okay.
1: And growing up in Bulgaria, I always felt like... Different from everybody else, Mm -hmm. like in school. So I always tried to mask myself. Wait, tell me more about
0: the sex.
1: Oh, it was just that we just like touch each other's. Touch each other. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think we did? We did bareback, shitting on each other's chest
0: (laughs) I was like, what are the kids doing? What are kids doing? Speaking of,
1: actually, there was like a a man in our neighborhood. At one point, he invited all the kids, kids like five
0: and you said man
1: man like at least 45 <gasps> 50 bare belly mustache bald at the top long mullet
0: <gasps> that's some florida shit girl
1: and he invited us to his house nothing happened okay. thankfully thankfully that i remember <gasps> anyways he invited us to his house and he was like yeah i have a water bed and we were all on the bed we were like
0: wow that's so cool do you remember what happened after
1: that yeah we just left okay like literally nothing happened but it's such a like scary experience no that yeah and it was like five of us in that house like all five six nobody above that really
0: that's crazy
1: kid watch your kids y'all
0: damn and see that goes to show all them little boys is either gay or just everybody's gay
1: to be, i mean little boys do that a lot with each other like that's a common because the common foundation
0: thing. of us is that we all gay got low key
1: i think we're all just sex fiends
0: yeah i think we all just like sex and we've yeah we're conditioned to think that it has to be with the opposite
1: shout out to the ancient romans yeah um For but, bro, um,
0: because they was having they was having um what they called it brothels girl they was having a sex parties and they was sucking at the bathhouse yeah girl doing crazy shit but yeah regardless we was all gay anyway so moving on
1: yeah Middle school is when I started noticing the differences, and that's also when I started getting a little bit bullied for it, okay. and so I started to hate myself a little bit more because then I was even more different.
0: What type of shit would you get bullied for?
1: I mean, called a faggot, like, not feeling like you're one with everybody else.
0: So they, would, they knew that you was gay in middle school, and they would literally call you that?
1: It's not that they knew, they just assumed
0: and they would just be like you're you're a baguette or would they like, yeah. be like do you like girls or boys type shit
1: yeah stuff like that okay. yeah and i had like long hair back then so i'd be like are you a girl or a boy and they Got know uh, so. how did you
0: answer would you say i like girls or would you be like
1: yeah yeah You would, of course you would like, yeah. yeah i'm scared i don't want to be like on the outside when everybody's like yeah friends yeah It sucks but then I would say like in high school is when like the summer of eighth grade to ninth grade is when I started like, um, I guess, accepting myself more mm-hmm. and I wanted to, I don't actually I don't want to, I don't know if it's accepting myself more. It's more of Owning being it? stronger, I guess. Yeah.
0: When were you no longer in denial about being gay though? Like when did you like at five and six, you like was like, I'm gay. I already know that.
1: No, I decided that at, in ninth grade. Like at this point, going into high school, I still don't really know.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: I mean, I'm still not confident enough to say it. Right. And then I started to like interact with a lot of people, and that gave me a lot of confidence.
0: In our high school, so accepting, thankfully. Like our high school was like, I feel like it really helped with that. No.
1: Yeah, it, it's when I met like a lot of people that were part of the LGBT community, because mm-hmm. in middle school it wasn't common for people to come out. So, and that's right. also when MySpace came out. Yes. So I had access to a lot of people. And we
0: had YouTube too by then.
1: Yeah, but like to talk to people on a personal level was like MySpace, and I used that platform and Oof, to Oof. interact with people. Yeah, girl, but you're not meeting randoms on Uvu. Kind of. <laughs> not me. That was what chat roulette was for. That too. But that's actually how I like lost my um, trust in my parents. Even to this day, it's still kind of like shaky
2: because they
1: took my laptop at one point and they read my messages because I was grounded. They took my laptop and they read my messages on MySpace where I was like coming out or talking to people about my sexuality, which was bisexual at that point. Uh Yeah. And my dad confronted me and he was like, oh, you're saying you're bisexual. Is that true? And I was like, no. And then that's when all my trust with them was gone. And right after. Well, at that point, I'm already telling people at school that I'm also Bisexual, And that was, like, my coming out to them, which was really supportive. I don't think I lost any friends or anything. Uh Most people already kind of, like, nope. had an idea. Because Mike yeah. was
0: very... Um...
1: Flamboyant.
0: <laughs> it's just when he had that fucking curly long hair and he would wear... We told y'all before, but if you're new here, he would wear these Bermuda... These light denim-washed <laughs> Bermuda shorts that were so tight and you could see his hefty cock and balls
1: but at that point i was already out yeah yeah and then i mean i was doing good at that point everybody knew except for my family
0: which is freshman year
1: yeah freshman year is when i told everybody that and then i transitioned to gay
0: mm-hmm. yeah I was <laughs> my like...
1: transitional period
0: <laughs> she went all in
1: then it was 11th grade that i decided to tell my parents um it was more of not to tell them so they knew. It's more to get it off my chest. Right. And to not felt, care. You
0: felt like you were hiding. Or like like it wasn't a known thing. Like you were like avoiding mm. the, the topic with your parents.
1: It's because you w- want to wake up every day with a clean slate. You don't want to have to lie. Yeah. About it'd be who some, you are. Yeah,
0: about who you are. Mm-hmm.
1: And so like I told my mom on the way home. Because I thought. Because movies show your mom being the most accepting. So I decided that should be like where I start Mm. and I told my mom and she was like super shocked and then I just started crying but it was crying not because of her reaction it was crying because I got it off my chest
0: right
1: and then I immediately felt like (sighs) okay I don't care what she says like she could live her own truth but that's what I thought back then but I still think it affects me because of what happens next like I told her don't tell my dad and then a week later my dad picks me up from the mall and he's like Oh, your mom talked to me about what you said to her for me. Like, -hmm. as long as you're happy, I'm happy. Like, I just don't want you to go through struggles in your life. But your mom feels like she failed as a parent. And that I still remember to this day, even though back then. Uh, I remember it not affecting me much, but I think it does.
0: Absolutely, girl. This is like so connected to what we even talked about earlier in the episode. Because your identity Mm. is what we've been talking about this whole time. and your problems with identifying your identity and it's because like yeah your mom literally saying that she thinks she felt as a parent because of how you identify Mm. i'm sure that definitely left a lingering subconscious condition in you it's a condition
1: it's that along with i think growing up in florida you never know how somebody's gonna react once they find out because like I mean, I've had situations where I've told people I was gay and then they just don't like me at all. And it's happened in Florida. It's happened here as but well. But it's like
0: straight men. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's never... Like, they're the worst. We already know. We have a whole podcast about it. Like, it's never going to be, like, somebody of value.
1: Mm. But it's also something with being gay. Like, you don't come out once. You come out your yeah, whole life. Yeah, you come
0: out your whole life. hmm
1: And it... I mean, it should get easier, but it's not...
0: It also definitely depends on environment too because i could see that everywhere but i don't see that in new york like here i i honestly assume that everybody's gay and poly like i'm like shocked Mm. when somebody it's
1: like that here too they say this is one of the most gay friendly cities in the world but that internalized like i guess hate for myself or homophobia i have still sticks with me it it wasn't like that when i lived here first I want to say, like...
0: I think you've always had some homophobia, no?
1: No, I was more accepting of myself. Now it feels like I'm not.
0: Oh, no, I completely disagree with you.
1: No, before I used to, like, walk down the street and hold hands with a guy. Now I can't. Now, it's, now I'm nervous.
0: Yeah, but that's different. Like, you haven't really had a guy that you want to hold, your hand, hold hands with.
1: I mean, I have. I mean, it's like when I go on a date, like, I'll hold a guy's hand. But now when I go on dates, I'm, like, nervous for any, like, form of affection in public.
0: You think that's because uh. of being gay? I think that's because of like being a little bit more intentional with dating and not wanting to give somebody the wrong idea, per se, because you haven't really liked anybody a lot. Like You haven't actually liked somebody since when you first moved here. I feel like all the guys that you've been with, you don't really like. So you're probably like second-guessing. Because like I feel like we've even commented on how you have been, I don't want to say talking gay, but like, really expressing yourself on the pod and like being comfortable with like being gay like we've we've been talking about that throughout like how the pod has helped you with that and like being less like homophobic or whatever
1: i don't know i i feel like it does but
0: it's it your identity. also thing. feels like
1: i'm not moving forward and i think there's something there but i can't pinpoint it But well, you could I, feel both I Like, sometimes I think it's not there. Sometimes I think it is there. Like, the internal homophobia or, Mm
0: -hmm. like,
1: me not liking myself. But I can't figure it out. You could feel
0: both. You could feel, like, sometimes I am really confident in in being gay. And sometimes I feel a little homophobic about it. You could feel both for now. I think with time and, like, obviously Mm. therapy and stuff, you'll get to a point i think right now you're just doing that identity thing of black and white because literally if if you were to listen to a conversation that you and i had three weeks ago we'd talk about how like you're really comfortable with being gay and people knowing that you're gay and this being like a half gay podcast or three quarters depends on my perspective but
1: but then it's like like, stuff like me not liking when people use me being gay as an identifier. Like, I don't know what that comes from. Like, I don't know if it's me not liking being gay or if it comes from me not wanting my personality to be just gay guy.
0: I think when you're in insecure mindsets, which you're currently in, you go to uh, old neural pathways that you were conditioned to think. So being that you were conditioned to think literally by your parents, I'm sorry, like I love your parents to death and I know they mean well, but their reactions throughout were definitely questionable as I'm sure most parents are. But Mm. being that they've conditioned you literally along with other experiences that being gay is a negative thing and probably makes you weak or this or that, when you're feeling insecure, that comes up. Mm. So it's really just recognizing that, like, I'm in an insecure mindset and this is what I feel because of my insecure mindset. But, like, my real thoughts are not this. I'm conditioned to think that being gay and people making gay my identifier a negative thing when it's like...
1: Yeah. But how much of that comes from me? I would say a lot.
0: Mm -hmm. All of it comes from you.
1: But um, my relationship with my parents is pretty good now. Uh, We don't really talk about it, but it's not that they don't want to talk about it's so that i don't bring it up because
0: and he hasn't really had anybody he wants to bring home either i mean
1: my first ex i don't even know what i should call him i do bring him up a lot
0: yeah um
1: orlando orlando he's from orlando yep orlando
0: okay his name's gonna be orlando because he's from orlando but with your first ex orlando moving forward did you bring him home or no
1: yeah i brought him home i introduced him to my parents they knew how Everything was that? I actually
0: didn't realize that.
1: It was really good. They were really supportive actually. That's awesome. And they knew about my second ex. Okay. Which was
0: What's his name going to be?
1: Orchestra. Orchestra. Cuz he's in an orchestra. Mhm. Um they knew about him. They were really supportive actually about him also. Like my dad was going to make him like a sculpture of a
2: Oh
0: yeah. What does
1: he play? A cello. Mhm. But they never met him cuz he lives here in Sweden.
0: Mhm. So they be know him.
1: They know like i'm okay to tell them they'll be supportive but we just i mean it's not that i have relationships that i even talk about so that's probably what it is yeah i don't talk about gay issues with them either but my mom did uh defend me once against her sister see uh that was being homophobic so
0: so it seems like they are quite accepting now
1: they they are um but i have like issues within myself to deal with as well
0: yeah and that's okay like Stuff like that comes back up. Like I definitely hated mm. my mom for a little bit, and then started loving her again. It just—it's yeah. unfortunate, but that shit comes back up, and then you have to deal with those emotions again. You know.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm starting to love my mom again. Uh, bringing it back to what I was talking about, like a month ago or yeah. two months ago, when I was mm-hmm. setting boundaries with my mom. We have a really good relationship now, where we talk every day. I told her that I didn't have a job like two weeks ago,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like and she handled it bad but the next day she was really supportive so
0: which is i think she's learning yeah look at that because whenever you came out to her she handled it bad and then eventually like she came through so she's getting better and better at like being able to react a little bit more to your conditions rather than to what she was conditioned
1: she's noticing that i'm more sensitive than she expects
0: yeah well it's because you're giving her the opportunity which is great it takes a lot to be able to Mm. you giving her that opportunity to be there for you is asking for help you know whether that Mm -hmm. be admitting to her you know what you're struggling with or being emotional with her it's like that takes strength in itself it takes strength in itself to do what you just did today on this podcast
1: girl y'all send me some love i need it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my god i never cried i never thought i would cry on this fucking podcast
0: you honestly are gonna hate every second of <laughs> us when go, you're editing. you could go ahead and edit this <laughs> see what <did laughs> i say my biggest fear is you having me edit something <laughs>
1: oh but let's bring this to a close
0: regardless i'm very proud of you on this episode even if you hear it later and you hate it i think everybody's really gonna connect to it and I'm proud of your vulnerability. you really out here. You're really strong. <laughs> you out here. I know it's uncomfortable. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. I'm
1: trying, y'all. I've been really pushing myself to try and, like, I think find you need to convince yourself way. of that.
0: Everybody knows you're trying. Like, nobody's saying you're not. You're the only one who's saying you're not.
1: I know, but it feels like it. I just need to change that mindset. Change yeah. my identity. Honestly. Which is something we learned today.
0: Which is something we've learned in that book. You haven't even finished reading Atomic Habits.
1: No. See? Now that I lost my AirPods, I have way more reason to be reading. So.
0: Yeah. You need to just get back on your fucking shit. Anyways, but you don't have to fix yourself. Anyways, what did we learn today, you guys, Uh, as we wrap up today's episode?
1: We learned that everybody should watch May, December, and Saltburn. Yes. If you have nothing to watch right yes. now. Mm-hmm. Mm. We learned
0: that bad bitches get rejected and unmatched as well.
1: We learned that coming out is not an easy task, mm-hmm. but everybody can do it. Alexis is next.
2: <laughs> we also... <laughs> Polly Pockets
1: are screaming, girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we also learned that um things like that that happened in your childhood could be a lingering condition into adulthood that one mm. takes a lot of work and time and courage and raise mm. not it to yeah put a record. Put a record, to be able to overcome it and to recondition yourself and rewire which is something we talk about kind of often on this pod which is rewiring mm.
1: it's okay to cry we learned that as well
0: we sure enough did bitch <laughs> like what else did we fucking learn hell yeah
1: we learned like to send Mike a DM. <laughs> send me a DM. It's dinner. For dinner.
0: Dinner. Somebody <laughs> sent five dollars for dinner.
1: Girl, please <laughs> send me five dollars for
2: therapy. <laughs> I'm
0: about to um, I'm about to make up a whole identity, like a whole business, and be your therapist with like a coded voice. Just do phone therapy.
1: I need an AI. I've been talking to Chat GPT for therapy recently. Actually. Not
0: enough. Obviously,
1: (laughs) but I ask him questions like, "How do I solve this?" So maybe I should be, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I need to change the questions I'm asking. There ain't nothing
0: to fix. Every time you're like, "How do I fix this?" Be like, "There's nothing broken."
1: I have to. I have to uh, write that somewhere. There's nothing broken.
0: Let write it down right now.
1: What did I write on my hand? Oh, it came off. Mike.
0: (laughs) Mike. I remember uh
1: uh spiraling higher I need to listen to.
0: Yes. Yes. Piece oh yes. Shit. Well yes. We learned that if it's part of you, there's no losing it. If it's you, there's no losing it. Mike, get some sticky notes. Oh my god, girl, I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> I i can not think the way right Mike was trying to write it again on his hand. <laughs> uh.
1: What if I write this one? <laughs> Everything's just falling out right now.
0: It's so cool. I'm nervous.
1: Spiraling higher.
0: You are so funny.
1: And what did we just say? There's nothing to fix. There's nothing That's to fix. That's what we learned today,
2: y'all.
0: Yeah, and that if it's you, you wouldn't lose it. anyways Anyways, let's close it out on that motherfucking (laughs) note (laughs) as always you can find us at the proper podcast on instagram at proper podcast on tiktok you can find me at thank you lex on instagram and tiktok and you can find mike at mike kandoff and you better fucking find mike and you better fucking message him and mike you better check your request aren't you private no oh well regardless it'll be in your request if you don't follow them back or anything so fucking be in your request they probably there's probably messages in your request so
1: there's one message from a guy that keeps messaging me but he's like a muslim <gasps> uh contract not not contractor but like somebody that tries to get you into muslim
0: religion go by not a jehovah <laughs> yeah not that's a the first of request anyways <laughs> so uh we hope you enjoyed this episode and we love you so much especially if you're gay if you're gay, we love you even more.
1: <laughs> gay Pride Month.
0: Is it? Wait.
1: Um, no, I no. think that's in June. I think
0: it's in the summer, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. You see, that's how much they love the gays. They put Gay Pride Month in the summer.
1: Who is they? Who draws these boundaries? I don't Who know. makes these lines? Who made Black
0: History <laughs> Month February? It's February, right? Who made Hispanic Heritage Month? Um, his pa- Hispanic. His panic. Not his peace. You know,
1: we don't know. I'll bet you it was a white person, though
0: it's always a white person anyways (laughs) anyways
1: y'all we love y'all thank you for listening thank you for um accepting me for who i am
0: oh i know that's right (laughs) and bless
1: y'all
2: goodbye
0: bye